This is Kramer Financial Talk with Jim Kramer of Kramer Investment Services. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With many years of experience in the financial industry, Jim Kramer provides his clients and prospects with the information they need regarding Social Security, Retirement Income Planning, Wealth Management, and much more. So listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful strategies to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. And now, here is Kramer Financial Talk with Jim Kramer. Welcome back to another episode of Kramer Financial Talk. My name is Jim Kramer. If you'd like to hear more information about our show today, for listeners in Wisconsin, our Lake Geneva office number is 262-729-4128. For listeners in Illinois, our McHenry office number is 815-331-8096. Or feel free to reach out to us on our website, www.kramerinvestmentservices.com. Kramer is spelled K-R-A-M-E-R. And while on our website, you can view the past couple of our podcast shows by clicking on both the media library and radio tabs. Subscribers to Spotify, Apple podcasts and Google podcasts. You can view all of our past shows. You know, feel free to reach out to us if you'd like to schedule a, a face-to-face one-on-one meeting, uh, a Zoom meeting, or if you just have questions, we're here to help. So our topic today is how to ensure your bear market, or excuse me, how to ensure a bear market doesn't blow up your retirement. Uh, so t- today is August 1st, 2022. And before we do that and get into this topic, I want to introduce you to my co-host, Tony Shore. Tony, how are you doing today? I am doing great. Thanks for having me on the show, Jim. I love it. And yeah, it's uh, the first day of August. That's the day we're recording this episode. And July actually saw a slight uptick in the market, but that's from a basement (laughs) view there. Uh, it was in the in the basement. So we've had a bear market and the market volatility has been crazy this year. So I'm glad we're going to talk about this topic today so folks know how to prepare uh, for down markets and know what to do with their portfolio so it doesn't jeopardize their retirement. And uh, that's a big, big concern right now for a lot of folks. And I'm sure our listeners will be interested No matter your age, you want to make sure that the money you're putting away in your 401k or IRA uh, is going to last you as long as, you know, you want it to and uh, throughout retirement. That's the key. So I'm excited to dig into that, but I've been great. How have you been, Jim? Oh, Tony, you know, we were talking beforehand. It's been very busy, but, you know, it's going fine. Um, There's a lot of personal change going on, moving. uh, just a lot of other things too. And I think we've talked to, touched on a little bit of that. You and I went to some concerts last week. Um, yeah. You know what? I, you know what? Everything in perspective today, life is pretty good. How about you? Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Been doing good. Keeping busy like we were talking about earlier. But then you started telling me about everything you have going on. And I'm like, well, I'm not busy at all. <laughs> yeah. I thought well, I was just, until you this started is temporary. listing your schedule. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah, right at the just, moment, life is very busy. <laughs> All right. Okay. Well, I'm glad you took time out to, to do a, a new episode this week. And I hope all our listeners pay close attention to this one because uh, this is important. 
and we have seen a lot of market volatility. So uh, how can we keep this market volatility from derailing our retirement? I assume it can really have a negative impact if you're retiring or in retirement. So we're going to talk about three different types of investors, Tony, those that have at least 10 years until they expect to retire, those that are within 10 years of their expected retirement date, as well as those that are already in retirement. But first things first, Tony, I want to kind of give a brief stock market update and where are we at with things? So um, as Tony mentioned, the month of July, actually a pretty good month for stocks. Very unexpected. We saw the S&P 500 gain 9% in July. It's still down 12, 12.5% for the year. So that tells you a little bit about how far uh, we were down at the end of uh, June. The bond market is still down 8% for the year. Uh, It actually gained a little over 2% last month, which was a big month for the bond market. Uh, The Dow Jones is down only 8% for the year. Actually, no, excuse me. It's down 7% for the year, but it had a very good uh, month of July up almost 8%. And the NASDAQ stock exchange, which was down well over 30% at the end of June, is now down 20%. It gained 12% last month. So It very, was way down in the 30s. Yeah, yeah so we saw stocks yeah. like Apple and Amazon really come back strong last month. So the question is, is that going to continue? Many people, and that's including myself, don't think that this rally is going to be continuous and that we will have periods of time where we have these rallies. But there's a lot that's going on right now with the economy, Tony. We just had official word that we are in a recession. So two consecutive quarters of negative growth to our economy, referred to as the GDP. And we just saw that manufacturing uh, growth is down today. Um, Consumer confidence is still down. And then I always look at that yield curve. The two-year treasury rate is higher than the five-year and the 10-year. That really tells you that a lot of investors basically feel that uh, the outlook is very weak right now. So a lot of people are grabbing short-term interest rates. Is sort of a holding place for a lot of their money. And we're going to talk about what to do with, with people that are thinking that way. There's some maybe perhaps some other ways of thinking. And we're going to talk about those three stages of investors and what should they do considering their situation. Yeah. Yeah. And that's good. I, I mean, we, we need to figure it out because obviously the markets are, are volatile. I mean, you know, Today, as you mentioned, is the first day of August. They had a great July, but now they're back down again. Today, who knows what tomorrow will hold, but you have to be prepared for that volatility. And so I just think this is key. So uh, what's one of the first steps you want to talk about? Well, for me, it's people that have at least 10 years to go uh, before retirement. And I want to reference an article that was done by Morningstar. It was dated July 22nd. It is titled How to Ensure a Bear Market Doesn't Blow Up Your Retirement. So we're kind of echoing this uh, article. I'm going to switch it around a little bit. Uh, But they mentioned people under age 50. But realistically, a lot of people are going to be working to 65, 67, maybe even longer than that. So I really put the, the first group in. Anybody that has at least 10 years to go until their expected retirement date, you are still very much in what I call the accumulation phase of retirement. And we have to expect there's going to be down periods. Obviously, this is a big down period. 
for many of these individuals that are in this, this class of investors, this may be their first bear or significant bear market that they're in. You and I, Tony, being as old as we are, uh, you know, we saw at the millennial, we saw a huge drop to the stock market. Mm-hmm. That was around 2000 to 2002. And then really the 2008 crash was really starting it from 2007 to 2009. But really within a one to three year period of time, that's typically the, the order of a significant bear market. And that can have, that can really play psychologically, especially for newer invest, investors not used to this. You and me, we're used to this. We know this is, this was a given, this was going to happen. And these individuals, the best thing you can do, you know, a lot of things you can't control, is you see your money go down, a lot of them panic. They shouldn't panic. Stay with the market because it's going to come back based on your time frame. You can weather that downturn if you have the ability to increase your contribution. And those would be for individuals who you find that your take-home pay is more than what you're spending and you're accumulating a lot of money at the bank. It's just kind of sitting there and it keeps going up and up and up. Mm-hmm. Well, that's money that's not going to help you, especially in a high inflationary environment. True. The best thing you can do is to increase your contributions into your retirement accounts. You know, you're going to get yourself a tax break if it's a traditional 401k. If you put it into the Roth 401k, which I love, you don't get that tax break. But boy, in retirement, that's going to be super helpful. But put even more money into that. That's something you can at least control. And when the market comes back, and it always will. Again, it could go out three years. Um, hopefully, we don't go through another Great Depression. That was the only exception to that. You can w- easily weather through that at this stage. And actually, drama can be your friend. So instead of getting more conservative, it's possible to even consider being more aggressive. I do always believe in following your risk tolerance do a risk tolerance quiz regardless, but at certain times you can kind of stray a little bit, especially in that age group where if you got at least 10 years, step on the gas pedal, especially if you're behind schedule over time, more than likely you're going to more than make up for that. Well, yeah. And that, and that's the thing you, you need a plan and you need to look at all the moving parts and elements and that's where you come in, right? That's right. So I can always advise individuals in this phase, especially if they have an old 401k or other types of investments that you're not having somebody take a look at it for you. Um, if you have your money in a 401k and it's at work, if you're under 59 and a half, you can't do anything with it outside of your 401k. You're limited to that degree. And to some extent, I provide advice for people in that situation. What should you do given the, the investments you have? Well, by the way, the 401k company has representatives that can help you. They should be able to give you some guidance in that respect. And then in addition to that, you know, if they talk to somebody like me, I can always help them. But uh, if you're over 59 and a half, now that would be in this next category that we're going to talk about, Tony, and that is those within 10 years of retirement. What should they do? Mm. Okay. So that's the next period we're talking about uh, within 10 years. Um so uh, what, where do we begin with that? What do they need to be aware of? Well, asset allocation is going to be much more in focus here. So we have to focus on your risk tolerance. We have to look at where you're at. Are you caught up? Are you in good position? 
to retire at your expected retirement date? Are you ahead of schedule? Are you behind schedule? And from there, we can design a plan that either some either exactly matches your risk tolerance, or maybe we have to step on the gas pedal even more so because you're way behind schedule. So if you're a conservative investor, Tony, I usually recommend if you're behind schedule and, and conservative, okay, <laughs> you're conservative, Tony. And let's say you, you're, you got 10 years to go yep. and you're way behind schedule with your savings. Not to say okay. that you are, but let's assume that you in the situation are. Sure. I would recommend we go a little bit beyond your risk tolerance to, to kind of realizing, hey, you've still got a few years. You can wait out a, a downturn, uh, but we got to step on the gas pedal a little bit to help get you to where you need to be. If you're within two to three years of retirement and you're in that same situation, I might even suggest to you, you're going to probably need to back off on that retirement date and work a few more years longer than that. It's a very tough conversation for me to have with individuals. But as a financial planner, the best news I can give them is the honest truth. And then if you're way ahead of schedule and let's say you're an aggressive investor, we're going through a downturn and you're within a few years of retirement. Well, I think you're in pretty good shape. Perhaps it's time to play a little more defense with your money and not be so offensive. And we can focus more on risk management and kind of make you even a little more conservative than what you normally would be when you do a risk tolerance quiz. But it's up to the ultimately to the individuals I'm talking with. It's they're they're the captain of their own ship. As an advisor, I'm going to advise them in that situation. And one other thing, you know, we can't control what happens in the universe. But we can control our contribution levels to our retirement plan. If again, under that same circumstance I mentioned for the younger individuals, if you have disposable income, more income coming in than what you're spending, and you have the ability to increase your contributions, you should absolutely do that. You have a much greater chance of growing your money than money sitting idle at a bank account. Um, and there's other things beyond that which we could get into, like. What type of safe account should we be considering here? If you're over 59 and a half, you can shift your money out of that 401k. They typically will offer you three types of investments in a 401k, a stock, a type of an account. They refer to it as an equity account, a bond account referred to as fixed income, a stable value account, which is nothing more than a fixed rate, which is a very low rate in this day and age, or a blend of stocks and bonds referred to as a balanced type of an account. But when you get into the realm of an IRA, if you're working with a good financial advisor, you have a lot more options of where you can invest in. We can get into alternatives, which could include annuities, structured notes, what we call to, to what we refer to today as buffered outcomes investments. Mm-hmm. Um, we can even get into preferred stock, although preferred stock is not performing very well right now, covered calls. I mean, we get into the universe of investing, all tailored to your specific situation. I think we have we can definitely increase the odds of your success before you get into that retirement date. Well, yeah. And so obviously it depends on your time horizon is what we're talking about today. Everybody has a different time horizon. And uh, with longevity, people living longer and longer, even more important to start planning early on. I mean, even if you're 10 years out, there's, it sounds like there are things you need to be doing. That's right. That's right. So those first two categories are before retirement. Right. 
And now we're going to talk about that third class, which is those that are in retirement. And the people that are in retirement, their situations can vary all over the place. If you if you have a pension beyond Social Security and your income needs are, are well established and there's no question you have enough money to cover your bills, so you're looking at your retirement accounts as just-in-case money, well, you can treat that money as if you're a much younger investor and you can easily wear, you know, go through the cycles of a down market. Many people, especially people in retirement, feel that, hey, if the market's down, I want to get out. When the market's up, I want to get in. And that's a really difficult endeavor to achieve. Um, the market doesn't always move in the, the most consistent manner. And I'll give you an example this month. There's a lot of downward pressure on the stock market. The economy doesn't look very good, yet July was a good month. There's many investors who got out earlier on this year thinking, boy, I did a smart thing. And then they start looking at the stock market coming up in July. Then they want to get out as soon, you know, as soon as they start seeing that money drop again. All too often, you're going to miss the comeback. And when that comeback comes, you're going to be way behind schedule versus the person who stayed in it. And if you don't need that money or at least a significant amount of that money on a monthly basis, far better off to stay the course. Do not panic. And you'll be far better off. But if you're in a situation where you need to start withdrawing money or have been, and you're withdrawing a, a sizable amount out over the last decade to maybe 12 years, you've done pretty well because you're, if you're heavy into stocks, your gains have been more than enough to cover your withdrawals. But if you're in a down market and you're making those withdrawals, you're making it pretty much impossible for that money to recover. And then the death spiral occurs, where every year you need a higher rate of return on your money just to protect your principal. And we start seeing the decline of your retirement accounts to a point where two things, either you have to reduce your spending or go back to work. Two things that I do not want any of my clients to do. So having a good proactive plan, working with a financial planner, which is something that I do, I want to make sure that everybody's in a good position that when we run these stress tests ahead of time and we can forecast out, hey, what if we go into a really bad time like the 2008 and 2000 and 2002 downturns? I want to make sure that you can weather through that so we do not have to make reactive changes. The best investors do proactive change and they keep their heads in a down market. And if you're in a good enough position, we can even stray a little bit from your risk tolerance and go more aggressive. But what the worst thing we do is we get very conservative in a down market because we are way over positioned. We are way too aggressive compared to what our risk tolerance would allow. And then when the market recovers, you're just never going to get that money back. That's what most investors do. And most investors in the long run don't do as well as if they followed a good, solid, long-term strategy. So that's where, you know, I would say if you've got a good advisor uh, make sure that person is following up with you and you know reassures you either the plan is working or we need to make changes. Uh, but stay in touch with your advisor if they're not staying in touch with you. Right. And that's the key is work with a financial services professional, somebody like yourself, Jim, who can uh, is look at the big picture and get them started on a plan, right? That's it. That's the key. Just make sure you're following that plan. Um, if you are uncertain as to whether the plan you are working with is right for you at this point in time. Maybe 
your advisor is just assuring you everything's great and you want to get that second opinion, there's nothing wrong with checking that out. And just to make sure uh, I do work with plenty of individuals who just wants to get a second opinion and I can do that. And if they're in the right position with where they're at, I'm going to tell them that if there's something that's that can be changed to help their situation. Well, I think that's important. You know, often we develop good personal relationships with our financial person, um, but it's more important to focus on the business aspects of things. This is your money. This is your life savings. And is your advisor, although that person may be very likable, are they they doing everything that they can to help you? And if you're unsure of that, you know, set up that second opinion and see where where you're at. Yeah, there you go. And I know you love meeting with our listeners and hearing from them. So I would encourage them to pick up the phone, give you a call and set up that no charge consultation uh, to get a plan in place or get a second opinion on where they're at. What's that phone number one more time before we go? Okay, Tony, two phone numbers. If you're in Wisconsin, our Lake Geneva number is 262-729-4128. If you're in Illinois, uh, call 815-331-8096. And if you just have questions, feel free to call us. We're here to help. All right, sounds great. And listeners, that does it for today's episode of Own Your Retirement with our host, Jim Kramer. Thank you for listening to Kramer Financial Talk. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound income plan. For more information, please contact Jim Kramer at Kramer Investment Services. Call 262-729-4128 or visit them online at KramerFinancialTalk.com. Fee-based planning and investment advisory services are offered by Kramer Investment Services, LLC, a registered investment advisor in the state of Wisconsin and Illinois. Insurance products and services are offered through Kramer Investment and Insurance Services, Inc. Kramer Investment Services, LLC, and Kramer Investment and Insurance Services, Inc. are affiliated companies. Jim Kramer and Kramer Investment Services are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency. All matters discussed during this show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representative representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation.